I heard that they made it go play the Monopoly board. It costs two million dollars. If I had two million dollars, I would buy it. What would you do with two million dollars? I would buy a life-size sculpture of myself. Be an entrepreneur. Travel. A lot of different. Travel around the world. Go to college. I heard the U.S. government spends two million dollars on nuclear weapons. What? Really? They didn't let me finish. They spend $2 million on nuclear weapons every hour. That's too much. How many nuclear weapons do we even have? Over 7,000. That's too many. With all those weapons, it seems like someone might make a mistake. Oh, they have. One time, a B-47 was flying over the Atlantic Ocean and was part of a mid-air collision with a plane flying out of Florida. The pilot of the B-47 tried to land three times, and when he couldn't, he jettisoned the bomb. Jettisoned? That's a fancy word for drop. Anyway, he dropped the bomb at 7,200 feet near Tybee Island, Georgia. Did it explode? Thankfully, no. Where did they find it? Well, they searched for nine weeks, and then they quit. Is it still there? Well, it has to be somewhere, but nobody knows exactly. The ocean is really big. Let's find it. Uh, if you want to find nuclear bombs, we don't have to leave Washington. What? We have a submarine base in Bremerton. That's only 20 miles from Seattle. Yeah, and there are so many submarines with so many warheads on them that depending on how many subs are in port, Washington will have more nuclear bombs than all the other countries but U.S. and Russia. Wait, what? Yep, and with just a few submarines, the base would have more nuclear bombs than England, China, France, India, Pakistan, Israel, or North Korea. How many nuclear weapons are in the world? 15,000. Like I said, that's too many. Welcome to a special episode of Down by the River, Stories of Hansburg. What's so special about it? Don't interrupt me and I'll get to it. Where was I? Oh yeah. Welcome to Down by the River, Stories of Hanford. Each month we bring you stories about Hanford. Once the facility in that produced plutonium for the U.S.'s vast nuclear weapons arsenal and now is the focus of the largest environmental cleanup project in the world. How big is it? Well, about $2 billion a year is spent on cleanup. $2 million? That doesn't sound like too much. No, I said a billion with a B. Whoa, that is a lot of money. Yeah, well, when, when you make plutonium for 50 years in secret, you can make a big mess. When are they going to be done? Well, not until 2060. Wait, isn't it 2016 already? No, you didn't hear me. I said 2060. Wow, I'll be old by then. Exactly, we are going to be adults soon and our generation is going to inherit Hanford. As voters and taxpayers, we should know what is going on there. So that is why we made this special episode of the podcast. Why is this a special episode of the podcast? Well, because we made it. I knew that. Hey listeners, for the past several weeks, WPSR has been coming to Mercer International Middle School and teaching us about Hanford and helping to do research. The following stories are about some of the stuff we've learned. If we had to make a podcast about everything we learned, it would be way too long. So here are a few stories. Sit back and put your headphones on and enjoy. Thanks for listening.
Hey, we need to borrow your bedroom for two years. Here's the deal. We're going to use your room to manufacture hockey pucks. You can have the space back when we're done, and every day we'll take you in to get new clothes, but if anything gets messed up, we'll blame you. The best part is, you don't even have to sign anything. At least, that's the best part for us, but it's going to make it sort of hard for you to get your room back later. Thanks again! Does that sound like a fair deal to you? Well, that's what the U.S. government did to the Native Americans when building Hanford back during World War II in 1943. The government wanted to make weapons. To make these weapons, they need, uh, needed a nuclear reactor. The reactor needed cooling, so they needed water, lots of water. For centuries, Native Americans used the Columbia River for fishing. Sometimes they kept the fish for themselves, and sometimes they traded it for other good, other things they needed, such as furs, dried meat, game, and other goods. Hanford was once a beautiful place. Now it's not the same. Before, Hanford was a place of beautiful scenery and lots of wildlife and plants. When the people used to come down fish, hunt, camp, and do multiple activities, now they can't do anything because of the contaminated area and deadly radiation. If the contamination gets to the river, then they, it could cause illness and even be deadly and result in cancer. I think the music on that story was a little sad. It wasn't sad. It was serious. Serious music for a serious topic. Okay, but I think we shouldn't use it anymore. Why did she say make hockey pucks in the story? Well... Hanford's main mission was to make plutonium for nuclear weapons. After processing all the uranium and extracting the plutonium, they made it into buttons that could go into nuclear weapons. Those buttons look just like hockey pucks. Oh, so were the Native Americans the only people that U.S. kicked out to build Hanford? Well, I could tell you, but I like my stories that have music. Just don't make it so sad or serious. Before Hanford was a plutonium factory, it was a town. A town of about 1,300 people. After the U.S. entered into World War II, all the people living in the town received notice that they would have to move out, and they couldn't ask why. Once the U.S. Army took over, they demolished almost all the buildings of the town and removed the crops from the farms. More than 50,000 workers showed up to build the world's first nuclear reactor. It took 18 months with students doesn't seem that long when you remember in the 1940s they didn't have computers yet. They didn't even have calculators. And all of the work was being done in secret. How secret? Almost all the people working at Hanford had no idea what they were building. During that 18 months, three reactors were built at Hanford. Reactors that would turn uranium into plutonium-239. The plutonium from Hanford was eventually used in one of the bombs we, the U.S., dropped on Japan at the end of World War II. It was after we dropped the second bomb that the president came on the radio and told the world that the U.S. had atomic weapons. And that's how the workers at Hanford found out what they were making. There have been many strange things at Hanford, but one of the strangest things might be the radioactive rat poop. Ew, poop? And it's radioactive? How? Well, Hanford made plutonium for many years. How many? Well, from 1943 to 1989. 
That's almost 50 years. Yeah, and making all that plutonium caused there to be large amounts of waste. So, where did all that waste go? Well, sometimes they just dumped it in the ground, but most of it is in underground tanks. How many tanks? 177. To be honest, that doesn't sound like too many. Well, they're really big. They're holding 56 million gallons of radioactive waste. Can, can we go see them? No. Why not? Uh, because they're underground. Wait, wait, wait. What does this have to do with radioactive ra- rabbit poop again? If you would stop asking me so many questions, I would have told you by now. Back off. Sorry, I just don't know too much about this stuff. That's because it was a top secret for a long time. They didn't want anyone to know what was going on there. Enough with the pronouns. Who's they? It was the U.S. Army during World War II, but now it's the Department of Energy. They wanted to keep everything a secret because they were making atomic bombs and everything had to be, had to be top secret. Like I said, what does this have to do with radioactive rabbit poop? The waste that was dumped in the ground at Hanford was laced with radioactive cesium and salts. The rabbits liked the salty taste of it, so they licked it and made the poop radioactive. How did they find all of this feces? Dude, no one says feces. A helicopter flew 50 feet over Hanford and mapped out each piece with GPS coordinates. So there's a helicopter in the story. It was faster and cheaper than having people walk around looking for it. And that has been another episode of Down by the River, Stories of Hanford. If you want to know more about Hanford, you can go to our website, WPSR.org, and then go to the Hanford tab. You can find transcripts on of the show, as well as ways to stream or download this podcast via iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We would like to thank Mercer International Middle School and, Park, and Seattle Parks and Recreation for, have, for having this wonderful after-school program. And a very special thanks to Miss Meg Lutin for, uh, without her, this wouldn't have been possible. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.